everybody to another Eats Beat Podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. We're joined by Robert Philpot because we are deep into the Battle of the Burgers. We all have the meat sweats. We're down to the final four. Guys, my, let's talk about it. My, my waistline is handling this better than I thought it would. Well, that's because you're not eating all the extraneous burgers that Steve's been eating. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of really crazy burgers out there. Y'all been sending me to the far reaches of DFW, I have to tell you that. The funny <laughs> thing is is that Steve is the best photographer among us, so you always have to send Steve to get a good picture of the burger, so he's eating actually more burgers than the rest of us. Yeah, and somehow he's thinner than the rest of us, too. <laughs> well, yeah, let's not talk about that. All right, let's talk about who's in the final four. Well... Do we want to just say which four have survived, and then we'll break down who they beat? The winner of the Pickle region, Dutchess, a TCU favorite. Seems like it's been around forever, but really only eight years. I eight think. years. You know, Dutchess just uh, tried to seem like an old favorite from the get-go with all the, the TCU memorabilia. Uh, the TCU coach's name, Lou Lambert, opened it as a tribute to to you know his dad's TCU playing days and. He wanted everybody at TCU to have a good burger place. He's worked hard. Bit of a surprise there, but uh, no surprise really in the Bacon region. Uh, defending champion Rodeo Goat. Although Rodeo Goat is, uh, it, it's had some close battles. Uh, I think Steve might have something to say about it. Um, <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, in the Mustard region, the surprise newcoming, newcomer, Thurber Mingus. Uh, new joint in West Fort Worth uh, with an odd name, named for a freeway exit on I-20 west of uh, Weatherford, west of Mineral Wells. There are two towns, ghost towns, Thurber and Mingus. And I thought maybe that was kind of exit. what you said when you talked when your mouth was full of one of their burgers. Not named after the author James Thurber or the jazz musician Charles Mingus. Tastes much better than it sounds. And the champion of the ketchup region, also a newcomer to the bracket, Salsa Fuego. It's a uh, Mexican restaurant that has a menu of eight very good burgers. Or let's just say they've been very good uh, in my experience in this burger battle. Highly heralded for for Tex-Mex and bringing the queso in this battle. And, and the guac. Is anyone in in that final four? Anybody really surprise you there, bud? Well, I think Salsa Fuego getting through ahead of all these burger places is a surprise. I think Dutch's, uh, you know, although it, it's always in the top restaurants. You know, Dutch's, uh, you know, right, being right up there and, and going for the glory is a, is a surprise. Rodeo Goat, obviously, not a surprise. And then, you know, who thought – I mean, I, I knew Thurber Mingus was pretty good. We have a lot of good new restaurants. And Thurber Mingus was in a really tough bracket there uh, that included Fred's and Kincaid's. So to come out of that, and Maple and Motor as well, the mustard region, very tough. Let's look region by region. This will give uh, Steve a chance to talk about his favorite <laughs> new burger place. Burger Bar burger of bar. Cleburne. He's going to buy a second home in Cleburne so he can go to Burger Bar. I, 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 just, I don't want to see your toll tag fee. <laughs> I just your <laughs> love the grease. The grease. It, I, I, it's been such a long time since I had this greasy of a burger. <laughs> he still but, has some, like you know, just it's, on. He's it's got, using tasty. it as cologne it, now. Just like uh, it, anything that touched that grill, it's like a hundred years old. It was, you know, there was like black specks and grease and stuff popping. I, I sat next to Steve, and, and you, they could tell. They did not know we were from DFW.com. Actually, the owner and her husband, who usually operate the grill, were out of town, I think. And so I think her cousin might have been there. And they couldn't have been any sweeter, the two women who were making our burgers. 
and this place is smaller than the four of us sitting right here. Yeah. I mean, it's twelve yeah. by twelve. Yeah, there, there, there. We have TVs smaller, uh, <laughs> bigger than the burger exactly. bar. And, uh, the uh, it's uh, the booths at Charleston's are bigger than the burger bar. <laughs> the um, and, and I would say I, at some point during this, I believe I may have judged a burger bigger than the burger bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, there are no secrets at Burger Bar because you are sitting essentially in the kitchen watching them do everything they do. So we watch them pull the preformed patty off of the stack, you know, with the yeah, butcher fro- paper frozen, frozen, frozen burger and patties. we watch them, you know, cut up the jalapeno. We watch them open the can for the chili that was on one of our burgers. I mean, there, there is no surprise other than you expect it but steve was both horrified and fascinated watching this steve being a (laughs) chef i could tell he was horrified by these frozen patties and yet he was also amazed when it came out yeah yeah yeah, i think it just if it touched that grill it was delicious Uh, that's all i can say i mean it it just totally unexpected i you know i was not expecting much from some of the pictures i saw and and it was great and so this is definitely a destination place if you're ever kind of on your way past Cleburne, you should stop in and try this place. We're not saying it's the best burger. And and here's the punchline is that in a very tight battle, bur- Burger Bar lost to Rodeo Goat. Now, Steve would argue that point he because he really had a probably the worst burger he's ever had at Rodeo Goat, mm-hmm. which was uh, the relish and mustard burger. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of the anti-Rodeo Goat burger. It's mm-hmm. the burger that doesn't have any of the creative aspects of all the other Rodeo Goat burgers but it was also a very it seemed like a small patty there wasn't any lettuce and tomato no and not very much mustard i the reason not i ordered mustard <laughs> i ordered it for the mustard yeah i was going yeah and you know i haven't had a mustard burger from rodeo goat they always have some sort of flavored mayo was this like on the children's menu or something it's the second <laughs> burger on the list i think it's probably the burger for the person who is complaining how come you took me to this place right. and and this is a, oh well you can just have the mustard oh, the, 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 the just a burger if you just want a burger yeah, yeah just and, yeah you know that said you can just build your own burger at rodeo mm-hmm. goat my son has done this he just if he just wants you know cheese and bacon and you know whatever else on it so we say steer clear of the relish and mustard <laughs> burger at all costs. That said, the Cowboy Murin burger and um, the Chupacabra, which is one of their burger battle burgers, mm-hmm. was were fabulous as usual. And the, the sophistication there, it's hard to, you know, when you, when you start to break down the two patties, you eat the patty from Burger Bar, and there's really no discernible flavor other, th- other than salt and grease. I mean, and it's, it, delicious it's, grease. it's 100-year-old grease, of course, <laughs> but salt and grease. And so we, we it, as we say in our story in DFW.com, it, it made us question our entire burger being that we that this was so close, mm-hmm. but it really was. Well, here was this. This would have been the equivalent of, of uh, Portland State, you know, beating a Division One team. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the uh, I, I'm looking here, and, and please explain that Burger Bar got into this because of some TV um, food they, network well, thing. Or? They got into it for a couple of reasons. We we, we saw them win a, a challenge at AT and T Stadium yeah, in a Cowboys game and a just, Guy Fieri thing. I'm just looking and, here. I just want you to know on Yelp, Burger Bar is rated the eighth best hamburger in Cleburne. There are not eight <laughs> burger not places even. in Cleburne. <laughs> they can't Yelp their own burgers that they make in their own kitchen. <laughs> they're, they're including places like Sonic and things like that. But um, we since have reviewed Burger Bar between the time it won the AT and T 
stadium challenge and and we thought it was really good and it it beat two very good competitors in the first two rounds both um offsite kitchen and m and o so it it wasn't really a it, mistake. It was a, so anybody who says that it's the eighth best burger in Cleburne is just okay. does not know burgers. Yeah, I, I wasn't there. Can rodeo goat do any wrong? Is rodeo goat destined? yes? And that's what we discovered. It could. I mean, okay. there was a big problem on on one of the burgers that, with a tomato, which we had had earlier in one of the earlier rounds. One of the best tomatoes we'd ever had. This time, the tomato was cut so thick it actually overshadowed the patty, and so. They've got some execution things they've really got yeah. to pay attention and to. I we haven't run into a couple of misfires. I haven't seen them do a, a medium cooked burger since the battle started. We asked for it. That, that's usually we asked for it, and uh, and it's tough to tell because on on some of our favorite burgers like the Chaco Oaxaca, which is a beef and chorizo patty, they have to cook it to a certain level to make the two different styles of meat work. So. Yeah, but we've had some great burgers there, the Telluride, this, in this round. But they've also had some misfires. So, And they will face, in the ketchup region, the champion of the ketchup region, they'll face off against Salsa Fuego. And so Salsa Fuego really hasn't had a bad round yet. I mean, they haven't been necessarily, you know, over-the-top clear winner, but they've also just knocked. In this case, they beat Nikki D's, which was that also was, one of our was, favorite uh, burgers. very close. I went with two other judges, and uh, I would say we had – Five uh, great burgers and one very good burger. We had a um, sort of, you've got the, the big text at Salsa Fuego, which is basically double meat, double cheese, and bacon that looks like it is going to grab you from right. Stop uh, like slobbering, a, Steve. Uh, Stop slobbering. Or put your eye out. I mean, it's just these bacon slices are just, you know, just jabbing out it, there. It, we, we found a vast, you know, range of bacon on these burgers yeah and well this, this was at the top of that it wasn't uh, i would say the best was uh, was at maple motor in dallas for bacon even though they didn't uh, advance but this was toward the top of the range the thing is uh the bacon cheeseburger at nikki d's was also at the top of the range and it was just one one of these things where you get this bite you get the bite of smoky bacon you get the bite of salty patty and it's it's both of these uh burgers are for meat purists uh, Nikki D's, you, you get the vegetables on the side, but most people are going to take a bite of that bacon burger and decide it no, doesn't need any vegetables. And Salsa Fuego, the vegetables on the big text are basically grilled onions, and that's it. And they're small grilled onions. It's the only <laughs> small thing on the burger. Meat lovers. <laughs> um, and Salsa Fuego also had the um, um, the much talked about during this battle uh, Fuego burger, which is their green chili cheeseburger with the fried ring of cheese around it. It never seems to look, even when Steve shoots it, it never seems to look that photogenic. But when you bite into it and you get the, the flavors of the chili and that cheese, I called the cheese this time. It was a, such a texture. I called it cheese bacon. Yeah. Um, it was really um, uh, really at the top of its game on this round. Nikki D's, another one of their showcase burgers, was the Big Bubba, which is sort of like the bacon cheeseburger but with everything else on it. Um, it was a, a Another really good burger. I happen to like the bacon cheeseburger a little better because it was just more pure. All the meat came through. The one, it wasn't even a misfire. The one uh, thing that we thought was a little odd, and I think Rick and Steve might disagree with me on this, was uh, I had a mushroom Swiss at uh, Nikki D's. And the Swiss, both these places are really good with cheese and melting their cheese and uh, not skimping on the cheese, but the Swiss just sort of overwhelmed the patty and the mushrooms on the burger we had, 
whereas we had a guac burger at um, Salsa Fuego that had the smoothest you want on the guac. It caused one of the judges to say guacamole is better than avocado on a burger and had a little spice to it from the jalapeno, jalapeno mayo. And we just thought that just gave it the edge, the fact that, that cheese on the Nikki D's just sort of kind of upstage. It, it became a cheese with burger, not burger with cheese. I will say that, you know, the, the Swiss and mushroom burger at Nikki D's when I had it, uh, the Swiss cheese was great, and it, it, it was the star. Uh, it was a star, but it was a really good star. <laughs> the, you know, what's interesting to me, Rick, is that in these in these semis, you have two of the the bigger burgers. I mean, people are going to think that we naturally like bigger burgers, but you've only got two of the half pound burgers, Dutch's and Salsa Fuego, and then you got two of the smaller, more tightly packed, art artfully crafted burgers. Rodeo Goat and Thurber Mangus. So it's interesting that it's not all about the big burger. Yeah, I would say for sure the Rodeo Goat and Thurber Mangus come from the same sort of culinary school approach to burgers where Dutch's also has some of that but feels a little bit more kind of lived in and, you know, has been around a little bit longer. And uh, Salsa Fuego definitely has its own category because it's it's a Mexican restaurant out in West Fort Worth, and they're giving a great – take on uh, yeah, their burgers I, I, I consider their burgers avant-garde yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, that's cool i think it's cool to have have that and i would say you know dutch's is the winner of the pickle region let's talk about that other matchup it's in the final four it's going to be dutch's versus versus thurber mingus dutch's took down good good friend um and white rock lake uh, a place in far away dallas <laughs> next to the pv wash and dry <laughs> yes the wash and dry and the thrift mart Mm-hmm. And it, it definitely was a cool place that we've been to before, uh, kind of a beer garden and burger joint. And the meat, a good friend, was the star for sure. Yeah, it was perfectly cooked too. Nice, uh, nice pink Very in the nice. middle. You know, uh, you know. Of course, I've always asked if they could do it medium or pink in the middle, and they looked at me like, "Who does it any different than that?" You know, the, yeah, the, 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 they it was definitely uh, had a really rich grill flavor on their their burgers. I think. Where they went wrong was maybe with the overall flavor profile, and, and maybe that's where we went wrong. Maybe we should have just ordered a cheeseburger there because I think that would have been the best bet. Well, they would have really showcased the meat. They're they're also kind of avant garde on their mm-hmm. selection of how they assemble their burgers, and everything individually was top quality. Just when it was all combined, it just wasn't as good as all the ingredients they put into it. And you you had the star of of Good Friend, the Arnold and Elsie burger. That one. Mm-hmm. I thought was the best of the three burgers that we tried there. Yeah, and it was, it was hard big. to get. It was hard to get your mouth around. <laughs> it was an unhinger. You had to unhinge for that one, mm-hmm. and it had pork belly, mm-hmm. like quarter inch thick pork belly strips and, on and top bacon of it. and bacon mm-hmm. and it, the cheese. And it was. I just didn't when I tasted it all together. It just didn't make a huge impression on me. I the main thing was I was still impressed with the the meat, which was good. I mean, you want the meat flavor to come through i just don't think i needed the pork belly yeah one piece of pork belly was overcooked too and mm-hmm. you know that's hard to do at pork belly because it's so much fat in it i had a real misfire a good friend actually was the chin strap mm-hmm. uh, i don't know that why it was really called a chin strap because it was kind of a puny burger yeah and it had uh amish blue cheese and bacon mousse mm-hmm. 
Now, who knew the Amish were so aggressive? Because this <laughs> blue cheese was uh, took over the entire party. It was bacon mess is all yeah. it was. And, yeah. and there was no lettuce and tomato, no condiments. And the, one of the things that was really good at Good Friend was the lettuce and tomato. Mm-hmm. And the buns were terrific there. Mm-hmm. I mean, so really good, you know, components there. Just burger didn't come together. But you had the morning glory, which... I think you forgot the next morning. There was an, uh, I think there was an egg on it. That's a good guess because there's an egg on almost mm-hmm. all these burgers. So. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it also didn't didn't really. It was kind of a muted it flavor. Was, it was much better than the chin strap. You know, it was it was a competitive burger, but it wasn't anything compared to what we had at Dutch's. And that's the thing. Dutch's was good down the line. I mean, it was great. I had the bacon blue cheese burger. Unlike good friend, the blue cheese was. Nice and evenly dis- dispersed. The flavor was strong, but not overpowering. And it wasn't moussey? Was not, there was no mousse involved <laughs> on the bacon blue cheese burger. <laughs> had really good, thick, smoky bacon, um, a chipotle mayo, mayo that also. And, of course, the sweet bun is always part of the equation. And the meat is really nicely seasoned at Dutch's. I, mean, it, I remember the morning glory now, good friend, the good friend burger. Was, it had, like, egg and cheddar all over it, and it tasted basically like a, a, a really nice version of, a, of an Egg McMuffin. <laughs> I, said, a, I said, you can't say that. You <laughs> call it, it was better than an Egg McMuffin. It was a really, like, high-quality artisan. <laughs> it was McMuffin. a $14 <laughs> Egg McMuffin. It had a burger patty and, on it. And it, I think it was supposed to have white cheddar, and you said yellow cheddar it on it. It had yellow cheddar. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, we're getting catty here. Let's talk about the, the other burgers at Dutch's. Really, the Star Burger, I thought, was, again— Steve picked the right one at, at Dutch's was mm-hmm. the Vaquero burger. Mm-hmm. Well, they recommended it, so. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you failed at Rodeo Go by picking, going on your own and picking the relish and mustard burger. I, so you, you, you did better at Dutch's by asking. You're better off just asking, asking them. them with, yeah. with, with the, well, that, and, you know, the, I did that last time I was at Rodeo Goat, and they, mm-hmm. and they steered me to the right burger there. It's just so, as we go into these battles, we start to experiment a little more since we've been going to the right. the restaurant over and over again. That's part of the part of the battle is to be consistent down the line. And, and um, at Dutch's, they really were. the The Vaquero burger had um, fried uh, onion strings and, and jalapeno strings. And yeah, it had uh, mm-hmm. barbecue sauce and it had bacon. And mm-hmm. It was really a big honking burger. That I, that was my favorite of mm-hmm. the ones we had there. And you had that Texana. And it was also kind of a good creamy burger. With yeah, and I was—I I almost got the chili cheeseburger there. And you know, chili cheeseburgers are never a good uh, real way to judge a burger yeah. place because you're always put off by whether the chili's good or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the Texana mm-hmm. burger was a better judge. It was if they opened the can up recently or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't use cans at Dutch's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, at Thurber Mingus, the Dutch's is going to face Thurber Mingus, and and that that half of the bracket. I think that's going to be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Thurber Mingus has been great at points and, and sort of not great in this Final Four matchup against Kincaid's. Yeah, or against Kincaid's. Uh, in the Final Eight, um, Kincaid's had come on strong in the first couple of rounds, and uh, I went with another judge, and uh, neither one of us was knocked out by the burger. I, I had the uh, their Cowtown Deluxe, which may have been a mistake because uh, it's the fanciest thing you can get at Kincaid's, and... Kincaid's does simplicity so well, but um, it was a one of the key ingredients on this is pimento cheese, and I could barely detect the, the pimento cheese on the burger. Um, and then at Thurber Mingus, I had um, a burger with a, a white cheddar pimento cheese, and I think it's described as green chili white cheddar pimento cheese, and I got everything but the green chili, but the, we thought the patty was just slightly better at Thurber Mingus. 
uh, fellow judge, I got a bacon cheeseburger at Kincaid's and a goat cheese bacon jam. So we got bacon mousse, we got bacon jam cheeseburger uh, at the Ramingas. Uh, the goat cheese and bacon jam were a little uneven. He got a lot of goat cheese when he bit into it. I got a lot of uh, bacon jam. I really liked the taste of the bacon jam, but I just, I just had to give this the third Mingus, and it was a close call. It was an edge, and I think they're really going to have to step it up to to take on Dutch's. I used some bacon conditioner in my hair <laughs> before we came in. These, these burgers are jamming. Yeah, every, everything's got uh, bacon now. So We've really kind of yeah. lost ourselves in the burger. So that's the final four. We've also got the final four in the reader's bracket. People are voting a rodeo goat, not just a judge's favorite, but also a, a reader favorite. It won the bacon region. They'll face Charlie's, which is a former reader's champion. A great classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. g- good matchup there. And then Fred's made it through in the mustard region, which I'm glad to see because Fred's is a favorite of not just the judges but also the, the readers. And they'll face Shaw as a newcomer, which is on uh, Magnolia Avenue. But also uh, the owner there has been around for a long time and has got a lot of people voting for him. He so was, He was making burgers before the rest of us caught on to burgers. He was <laughs> making burgers before I moved here, and I moved here 26 years ago. Right. But uh, we're coming down to the final. We're going to be able to crown a champion in about a week or so. And uh, – then you guys can go back to eating salad. Salad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Steve is going to go back to eating salad. <laughs> I, uh, there's a couple of burgers I've been wanting to try, and I haven't been able to do it yet because I don't want to mislead anybody that I'm in there eating a burger going, oh, is our burger up for for the burger battle? Oh, this week, for the first time, I voluntarily ordered arugula. It was like, <laughs> I, I want something different so badly. I will tell you, it helps to be married to a vegetarian. She is, she is kept... Taking very good care of me on my non-burger <laughs> We also have in uh, DFW.com this week, we, we have a few uh, what we're calling the one-hit wonders. We, we realize there's some burgers that are not at burger joints that people really love. And so Bud and Robert and, and I and, and several of us are, are sort of naming some of our favorites. And uh, so check those out. But keep, uh, keep voting for your favorite burger and keep an eye on DFW.com because we'll be crowning, crowning the winner of the 2015 burger battle in about a week. Once was a sweet bird.